Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Hi, this is Kim from the Wingate in Missoula. If you need a break from the everyday same old, same old, we want to be your home away from home. With comfortable rooms, a great breakfast, and a super fun indoor water park, the Wingate of Missoula is the ideal place for a quick getaway without having to go away. Let us give your family a little quality time together or ask us about our birthday parties. Work like an adult, play like a child, and sleep like a baby at the Wingate of Missoula. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Hope you're having a great day. I don't know what the weather's like outside of the Missoula Valley, but right now we got sunshine. That is like uh, once-in-a-lifetime occurrence in February in Missoula. So I hope anybody that's in western Montana is enjoying themselves because uh, I don't, I can't open the shades. It'll ruin our beautiful TV picture, but the vitamin D, it's good for the mind, body, and soul. Hope everybody out there is having a great Wednesday, and if you're riding with us here on Nuanez Now, we thank you very much. We are on 1029 ESPN Missoula if you're listening on the radio. We're also on SWX Montana Television if you're watching on TV. If you missed anything in the first hour of the show, you can check it out on the podcast. We archive each and every show by the hour on the Nuanas Now podcast. You can subscribe to Nuanas Now on any of your various podcasting platforms, or you can head on over to our station website, 1029ESPN.com, and you can find the podcast there as well. The podcast is proudly presented by Blackfoot Communications as well as the Wingate by Wyndham Hotel. You can also find the live stream on the website, the station website, at 1029ESPN.com. And the live stream is presented by Opportunity Bank of Montana. Opportunity Bank, your local bank, your opportunity. If you want to give us a call or shoot us a text, 361-3688. That's 361-3688. All guests join us via the Rangich Brothers RV phone line. We're going to give you a reaction to this afterwards, but Sean and I were able to sit down via Zoom with University of Montana freshman Josh Bannon this morning. Uh, the Grizz were unavailable uh, this afternoon because of class and practice schedules and all that, so we had to get this knocked out. Um, it, a little interesting because 
we usually like to have our people in studio or at least on the phone, and so this is different with the Zoom, so you'll hear a little bit of a different sound than maybe what you're used to uh, on 102.9 ESPN Missoula, but nonetheless, a great interview with the University of Montana freshman Josh Bannon. It is our ESPN Roundtable, proudly presented by Paradise Falls of Missoula. Paradise Falls, 3621 Brook Street. Great place to watch sports. Great place to take your family out to eat. They have breakfast, lunch, dinner. They have 30 big screen TVs, 18 draft beers. Early and late happy hour, they got it all. If you need some place to watch the games or place any sports bets, head on down to Paradise Falls. It's a go-to spot on the south side of the Missoula. ESPN Roundtable featuring Josh Bannon from the Montana Grizzly men's basketball team. Well, it's time now for the ESPN Roundtable. This is one of our favorite segments we do each and every week. It's presented by Paradise Falls in Missoula. And this week, we're joined by University of Montana men's basketball player Josh Bannon. Josh, this is awesome. I know we've had you on the show kind of because we've used some, some of your sound bites from post-game audio, but this is great having you on here. Thanks so much for joining us, man. Thanks for having me. So so let's just start with the here and now. Take us through the last couple of weeks because I know it's been an interesting freshman year for you. Uh, I know you were thrust into the starting lineup pretty early on, and now you have kind of a different role, but you're really thriving in it. So tell us just what's been going well. These really been you're playing your best basketball. Um, yeah, I'd say I've just been been adjusting a bit better as of late. I think there was a bit of a, a growth period in there um, where I struggled a little bit. I uh, was trying to work some things out, but feel a lot more confident now, um, personally, and starting to starting to get it together. Josh, what has it been like? Obviously, just making the uh, the transition from you know Australia to America and to to college basketball, and then what that whole uh, you know process been like, and then to do it in a year unlike any other in the COVID year. Like, how would you like? What what has that all been like? Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely been different. Um, I was lucky enough to be at sort of a, a de- Australian Development Academy. Um, the center of excellence before I came, which prepared me pretty well um, for living away from home and having to deal with that. But certainly the the style of play, the game, uh, playing against some older guys has been different. And that's sort of just what this year, part of it has been me starting to adjust to that. And I feel like I'll, I'll definitely come a long way from the start of the year, but I just want to continue to grow with that. I want to ask you about the center of excellence because you know I read about that uh, when you were first getting recruited. I read about it on your bio as well. But it sounds like an incredibly competitive way to compete as a young person. So I mean, just take us through the details of it. I mean, it's kind of like a, a semi-professional league in Australia, right? Yeah. So the the center of excellence itself is like a a development academy for Australia's sort of best young talent from about you know, 16 to 18 years old, anywhere in there. Um, and then it sort of runs with the NBA Academy, which is uh, run by the NBA. That brings in some international players and some other Australians. And it's sort of just a really competitive training environment, awesome place to be, just preparing you for, you know, college basketball, professional basketball. Um, and then we were lucky enough to compete in like it's called the NBL one, which is like a semi-professional league. Um, and that was, that was an awesome opportunity and a great chance for me to play against some professional guys from the NBL and some older, some grown men. Josh, when did you start playing basketball? 
Um, like, did you play any other sports, or was it kind of always basketball? Yeah, so growing up, I played I played a few sports. So I played like Australian rules football, um, but I was I was big into swimming. I was a swimmer growing up, um, and it was probably not until about my freshman year of high school. Up until that point, swimming was sort of more important to me than basketball. I was probably a better swimmer, and then I sort of kept growing, and I. The early mornings of swimming would made it tough. <laughs> so I decided to go down the basketball road, and I'm I'm glad I did that. It's treated me pretty well. Well, I bet you guys you got probably size 15 shoe, so it probably is good for uh, <laughs> for swimming, right? You got like yeah, pretty much natural flippers. born flippers in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Basketball in Australia, it seems like uh, it's a it's a big deal. But I mean, where does it rank within sort of the the hierarchy of, of sports within Australia? Because, I mean, like in America, it's kind of football, basketball. So, I mean, is basketball, I mean, where is it amongst other other sports? Yeah, it's, it's right up there. I think sort of amongst, like, participation with kids, it's probably one of the most participated in sports. Uh, you know, Australia, Australia loves their sport. We've got a lot of sports, which kind of, like, for us, Australian rules football is a big deal. Um, rugby, cricket. Just a bit. It depends a bit where you're from in Australia. What um, I, I talked to to Lauren and Naya about, you know, coming over because they're the first ever international players on the Lady Grizz program ever. And I asked them, um, did they have any like preconceived notions of Montana? And they said that like they just thought that they would see bears everywhere. Like that was the thing that, that they said. Did you have any? <laughs> did you have any about Montana? Maybe seeing uh, people riding horses or anything like what? <laughs> Yeah, I knew, uh, sort of, to be honest, when I first, so when Coach Cobb first messaged me and he was from Montana, I was like, I got no idea where that is. I've never <laughs> yeah. even, never even heard of it. And I probably, I think I spelt it wrong for a good while with, I, I think I went two ends. I went Montana with two ends of the <laughs> And I would say, but once I started to do a bit of research, I just knew it would be cold, just very cold. And that was kind of the only, only thing. Bit, bit sort of country-ish. Have you got? Have you gotten used to the cold? Yeah, I think so. It, yeah. I honestly haven't found it too bad. There was a couple of weeks stretch in there which was very cold, but other than that, it hasn't been, hasn't been too bad. So Coulter, I don't know if you have any like because I've never been to Australia, and I think our preconceived notions is like there's one, there's like kangaroos everywhere, and two like just dead like venomous and poisonous spiders and snakes and stuff, which is scary. You see the stuff on the internet. Is that, is that really true or, or how would you describe it? <laughs> yeah. People always seem to talk about Australian like spiders and insects and stuff like that. <laughs> like I've never, I've never had any issues with it. Um, you know, I'd say I probably saw more spiders in Australia than I did here, but it's pretty cold here, so I don't know how the spiders would handle it. Um, and then, kangaroos just hanging around. Kangaroos. It, it just depends. It just depends a bit where you're from. So, like yeah. Melbourne, where I'm from, is one of the biggest cities. Um, so you don't see a lot of kangaroos just ro ro roaming the streets around a major city. <laughs> but when you go to out in the country, yeah, you'll see you'll see some kangaroos. Josh Bannon joining us on the ESPN Roundtable. He's a freshman at the University of Montana men's basketball team. He's from Melbourne, Australia. And Johnny asked me about my preconceived notions of Australia. It's funny because I would say 
one of my preconceived notions is that every guy in Australia must be six foot nine because every guy I ever met from Australia is six foot nine. Fabian Krizlovic, Jack Lopez from Montana, but also you know Felix Vanoff and Banky Joyce from Eastern Washington. Every guy is huge. So, um, I mean, is that just a product of because you guys are all basketball players, Josh, or do you feel like Australians actually are taller? I mean, how do you pass like the, the city you grew up in to the city you live in now when you just look? Um. That's a good. I would say I would say that the general height of people is not very different. Um, but in the basketball community, I feel like a lot of the Australians that end up over here tend to be a fair bit bigger, just because to bring a guy, bring a guy this far, the school probably has to have a certain certain level of faith, and then that that comes with you know bigger guys, and that's kind of I think a bit a bit of an international thing. Like you just see sort of see internationals playing in whether it be college basketball or the pros tend to be a bit bigger, a bit taller. Um, uh, yeah. Is, is Andrew Bogut, you know, Ben Simmons, like, are they like huge stars down there or is it yeah. the same like LeBron James, Steph Curry doesn't really matter or is, or do they really gravitate towards the Aussies? Um, when they're both definitely big stars, um, it's not necessarily the same sort of LeBron James, like, or like, like they're very well uh, appreciated in Australia. But we also just in, like we have other sports, which there's uh, like, you know, there's big guys in other sports as well. But they're, they're definitely very well appreciated. Who's your favorite basketball players? Uh, Australians. I'm a big, big Patty Mills fan. Big Patty Mills. Ooh, nice. Fan. I think uh, those and like all the guys that are in the Boomers, I look up to. They're sort of you know growing up watching the Boomers at the World Cup, the Olympics. Yeah, uh, like aspire aspire to be there one day. So love watching all those guys. Say that your game models somebody. Like who would who would you describe your your game as? Um, it's a difficult one. I, yeah. I've always found this question quite difficult. Um, I think there's sort of parts. Like, there's probably some international guys like that I see playing sort of just big, big wings that sort of play the three, four. Um, but in the, I, I've all, I've always found this question very dif difficult because I think part of my thing, like just with my versatility, is like from one game to the next, it could look quite different what I'm doing. Like one game, I'll be, you know like facilitating and trying to find guys and then the next game I'm um, like it just it really changes so I've always struggled with that question yeah I think um I was trying to think of guys it's hard also because you're left-handed and there's not as many lefties right I think like defensively I think you're kind of like a uh a bit of like a, a Draymond Green type where you can good. you can guard you know uh so, you know some of the two guards and the quicker guys but can also guard in the post but obviously he's you know not left-handed and I think you do a little bit different things offensively than he does, but yeah, I've, defensively is probably been my biggest growth area since I've got here. Um, like, yeah, Coach Travis put a lot of faith in me to sort of guard, defend some guards and some like shut down, try and shut down some guys using my size and length, just just try and disrupt them a bit. And that's that's something I feel like I got a lot better in. And yeah, do you like guarding like? 
because you know Weber State, you had to go on you know Sosoho Jawara, so you got kind of like a quicker guard that's out on the perimeter. You had to guard Tanner Groves a little bit at Eastern Washington in the post. Which which guy is um, not, not in particular, but would you rather be out guarding the the quick guys, the, the shooters and stuff, and or the the bigger guys banging down low? Uh, I gotta say, God in the guards. Getting, getting, trying, having someone trying to duck and seal you for thirty seconds of possession—that's no fun. That's no fun. <laughs> yeah, Josh Bader joined us on the ESPN Roundtable. He's a freshman for the University of Montana Grizz Hoops team. Overall, just comparing and contrasting the style of basketball you grew up playing and the, and the style that you played your last couple of years in Australia, how does it compare to uh, the United States and the Big Sky Conference in general? Um, guys here tend to be a bit more athletic. That's probably been, that's been part of the adjustment. Uh, a bit bigger than some of the guys I played against in Australia. Um, so that's been part of the adjustment. And then just defensively, there's been some new principles we've picked up since I've been here. Um, and offensively as well. It's, it's, there's, the style of play is a bit different. Um, but there's also a lot of common ground, like, at the end of the day, it's basketball, and it's, I would say they're both sort of fairly high levels of basketball, so it's, there's a lot of similar things. Are there any uh, other cultural differences that you've noticed since being over here? I know, like, you kind of aren't going out and about as much as you as you normally would, but, like, is the cuisine a lot different? Like, maybe not as much, like, sushi, things like that? Like, what is there anything else that kind of stands out that you miss from back home or things in Montana that you're like, ooh, I, I've enjoyed, like, some steaks and stuff that I didn't yeah. get back home or something. Uh, there's definitely a few foods, foods from home I miss. Um, like the, some, there's some Middle Eastern food that we have, but like, it, you know, Melbourne's a very diverse place. Um, so that, and there's fish and chips was a big thing in Australia. Um, like you just have these little pop-up shops. And I just, I suppose sort of the closer proximity to, the ocean and all that uh, makes that a lot easier. So I definitely miss that. Um, and then sort of culturally, maybe the the, the slang. Some yeah. of the things I say, like going to order Subway or something like that is just as difficult. It is really <laughs> we'll, we'll be driving through, going to get food somewhere, and I'll get I'll get Robbie to order for me just because it's, it's too difficult. They're trying to understand my accent. Do you say mate? Yeah. Yeah. I do. I yeah. Do, a lot. Do, do, that, do other guys on the team um, often try to do the accent? I, yeah. I imagine that's quite the popular thing. Yeah, they do. They do try and <laughs> sort of take the, take the Mickey out of me a little bit. Um, <laughs> they, they're, most of them are pretty bad, though, I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned Robbie. I mean, I think it's a fascinating group that you guys have as the, the fresh, but we've had Brandon and Robbie both on the show as well. And uh, so kind of just that trio, what's it been like going through this weird year with those guys? Because I'm sure that you've gotten to know each other really well. Cause I bet you guys have spent a lot of time yeah. together. Yeah, we kind of, we joke about it a bit, like, pretty much they're the only guys we see like you know your teammates your coaches you're really you know we don't go into in-person classes do a lot of stuff over zoom like this so but we've we've become really close we all get along really well us three um and yeah uh, yeah it's been it's been great we live together we've gotten gotten to know each other pretty well 
I think one of the phrases that people will talk about in college hoops in or in college football too is like the freshman wall and, and playing a lot of games in the grind. Like, is that a thing? Like at this point in the season, like, do you start, you know, feeling like, man, it's, uh, you know, starting to get bogged down a little bit or, or are we feeling good? No, I feel, I feel good. My body feels good. Um, I'm sort of used to, I've come from a place where it's been pretty tolling on the body that prepared me very well for this. And I, I feel like, I'm just hoping to continue to get better every game. The more experience I have, and just now that I've had some time to adjust, I just want to keep growing and getting better game to game, day to day. When you think about Missoula and this University of Montana and just your life experience now, what are you most looking forward to when things actually get kind of readjusted and, and kind of go back to normal? Because you guys haven't got to have any of the cool experiences, right? Like you guys don't yeah. get to go to parties or anything like that. So I mean, what are you looking most forward to? I'd say any kind of human interaction would be nice. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, well, it's it's it, it can be pretty it can be pretty tough. Um, you know, you have a tough week, you and you just want to like hang out with some hang out with some friends, um, but we just don't really have that that luxury. Um, we try and minimize contact as much as we can, so that that makes it a bit bit difficult but yeah definitely be good that was part of the thing on my visit which i found found so cool about missoula was just like the community everyone was really sociable and friendly it was a community feel and i was just like that that's part of the part i really look forward to being around others and yeah getting around campus i think cam parker said it really well after the game on, on saturday against eastern washington he said look um we still got we have four games left and the conference tournament, we could either, you know, kind of feel sorry for ourselves or we can want to finish strong and, and play solid down the stretch. Like, what is your mentality as we finish out the season here? And, and uh, you know, what, what are the goals, expectations, and mindset of the team? Yeah, like, to, to be 100% honest, I'm not, I'm not ready to be done yet. Um, we got four more games, and we got to do as well as we can, try and build some momentum going into the conference tournament. And then when you get to the conference tournament, anyone can win. That's that's the that's the reality of it. It's a tournament style thing. Like everyone has the same same opportunity. Um, so we if we can string some games together here, and I feel confident in the group we have. We got we got a lot of talented guys, a lot of talented individuals, and we're we're young. This year has been we've been growing throughout. And I feel like as the year's going on, uh, we've gotten a lot better and we'll hopefully continue to do so over these next couple of weeks. And then as the top conference tournament comes around, that my expectations of us are still high. I think I think we've shown this year that we can beat any team on any given night. So I think, yeah, that's, that's how I feel about it going forward. Well, Josh, we'll get you out of here on this. It's been great. Thanks for taking so much time. Josh Bannon joining us on the ESPN Roundtable here on Nuanez Now. You do this each Wednesday, presented by Paradise Falls in Missoula. This weekend, Idaho State. I, it's so interesting talking to you guys, the, the freshmen, because it's it's a new opponent that you've never played before pretty much every time you play. It's not like you wrap back around like a normal schedule. It's the first time. But what's your impressions of Idaho State? But more importantly, what do you hope from the Grizz this week? I mean, what sort of growth do you hope as you guys play the Bengals for a two-game set here Thursday and Saturday? Yeah, um, obviously Idaho State. I don't know, don't know a lot about having not having faced any of those guys before. Um, but we're sort of working through our scouting process now, um, so I'm starting to get a good feel, good feel for what they're about. 
but I think for us, the the main thing is we just want to be better than we were last week and we want to be just continue to get better game to game. Um, and hopefully, I think we're going to be a lot better defensively this week and we've been working on that. Uh, personally, I'm going to try and be better on the glass rebound better. And we need to just do everything we can to give ourselves the best chance to walk away with a win. He's Josh Bannon, freshman for the University of Montana men's basketball team, joining on the joining us on the ESPN Roundtable. Josh, it's been a pleasure. Appreciate you taking the time, my man. Best of luck, and you're welcome back anytime. Thank you. Appreciate you having me. So the, the one question I forgot to ask him, and mm. I was going to you know propose to you too, because I talked to you know when when Fab was here, Krizlik yeah, was like, was picture. "How's how's the accent with the ladies?" Because you know they <laughs> like it, and I was saying like if if Coulter like would you trade would you trade accents? You know because that oh, buddy. that that would probably help in that department. It, it would. The unfortunate set of circumstances here is that I don't think these guys are hanging out with very many girls right now. I know. That, is, that's you know, the reason why I didn't. I mean, Robbie Beasley yeah. said on the show last, a couple weeks ago, I was like, How, how's it going, man? He's like, dude, I haven't hung out with uh, any females in a really long time. Yeah. yeah. It, it really, we, we, we jest because we like to have fun around here. But, man, I mean. But it's just the basic it's, it's, human interactions, especially like in college. Like, do you remember how sure. many interactions you had at that age? Like, and That's you don't get to point. have it. You, yeah, you go to the rec center, and you, you meet a hundred people. Yeah. It's yeah. so fun, and it sucks for these guys. So bad. Thanks so much to Josh Bannon, freshman for the University of Montana men's basketball team, for joining us on the ESPN Roundtable. The ESPN Roundtable each and every week right here on Nuanas now on Wednesdays during the 5 o'clock hour as well as Thursdays during the noontime hour. It's presented by Paradise Falls of Missoula. Alex Gerber, future Montana State Bobcat, but more important, a Sentinel Spartan who's now a champion on the other side. It's Nuanas now, 1029 ESPN Missoula. Statewide SWX Montana Television. Blackfoot Communications is actively supporting the communities we serve across Montana and Idaho. We are installing hundreds of miles of fiber in our service territories, increasing the broadband experience in our rural communities. We are delivering remote workforce solutions for our business communities. We are creating new, innovative solutions for our local entrepreneurs and enterprise organizations. Learn how your company can benefit. Call today at 541-5000 or go to blackfootbusiness.com. Blackfoot Communications. Connect to more. What's up, everybody? Happy Wednesday. Hope you're doing well out there. Thanks for riding home with us on Nuanez Now, 1029 ESPN Missoula, as well as statewide on SWX Montana Television. If you want to find us online, it's easy. We have all the social medias. All you got to do is search on the social medias, ESPN Missoula or Skyline Sports or SWX Montana for that matter. You can also visit our station website, 1029ESPN.com. Also hit us up on Facebook, backslash ESPN Missoula, or check out SkylineSportsMT.com. I always have a bunch of content up there for you as well. I have a new press conference yesterday from Montana State. They announced their offensive and defensive coordinators officially, so we got some feedback from Taylor Housewright as well as Freddie Banks, the new coordinators for uh, Brent Vegan and his staff. And speaking of the Bobcats, it's time now for our Garden City Spotlight, presented by Oral Surgical Associates of Missoula. And this week on the Garden City Spotlight, 
We're joined by a young man who is having an exceptional senior season, and it hit a fever pitch over the last week or so. Last weekend, Alex Germer went crazy, scored 51 points in a crosstown game against Missoula Big Sky, and then last night, Missoula Sentinel sewed up what Coach Jason Mackey said on this show on Monday was one of the primary goals for this team, and that was to become champions of the city of Missoula and to become champions of the Western AA as well. Alex, my man, thanks so much for joining us. I know this is weird since I never met you in person, but it's nice to meet you over the phone. Thanks for being here, man. How you doing? Oh, yeah, doing good. Thanks for having me. Of course, man. I know you know Sean Rainey here as well. So let's let's start with the most recent because we're going to get into the 51-point game. This is uh, oh, one that right. turned this, this, yeah. is, this turned heads across the state. But let's talk about last night first because you guys uh, had a great game with Hellgate. They're the defending Coast State champions. Uh, but you guys took that one home. Now you're the city champions and you're the champions of Western AA as well. So uh, just tell us what it was like playing in your last Crosstown game and what it felt like to beat the Knights. Oh, yeah, it was a great game last night. It was a big game for us, I mean, to get the Western Conference uh, champs and then the city champs itself. It was just a great game all around. The atmosphere was great, and our teammates really stepped up, and it was a great win overall. Alex, they obviously, uh, you know, guarded you a little differently than you've seen <laughs> yet. How many how, how many shot attempts did you have last night? Do you know? Uh uh, probably under 10, yeah, I think. Yeah, and I don't think, probably yeah, like it couldn't have been over, more. yeah, between you and Tony, I don't yeah. think you could have had more than like six or seven between the two of you with like four minutes to go in the game. Oh, yeah. What What is that like when, you know, up against Big Sky, you're getting to Jack and you're you're feeling you're yeah. comfortable and stuff, and then you don't even, you're hardly touching the ball against Hellgate. Like, what was that like for you personally? Uh, I knew just to do the little things. I really trusted my teammates like Soren and TJ and Hayden. They definitely stepped up when they're triangle and two in or boxing one and me and Tony. Uh, I definitely had a lot of trust in the teammates. And I was getting boards and working hard on defense and run, run uh, the court. And I ended up uh, still scoring a lot uh, from the line at a three. But I just trust my teammates and we got the win. That said, I think you know it was like with three minutes to go or something like that, you just brought the ball up the court, got the and one, and then next possession, bring the ball up the court, hit the three. Uh, that that felt like a um, all right. I I need to give me the ball. I need to make a make a play here type feel. Like right? was that kind of the sense that you had a little bit? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it was getting down. I think it was like a three point game when yeah. I hit the three. Yeah. So yeah, definitely. I really just wanted to put the dagger in them right there. That was really my mindset. Alex Schumer joining us. He is a Missoula Sentinel senior. He's a future Montana State Bobcat, and he is our guest on the Garden City Spotlight, presented proudly by Oral Surgical Associates of Missoula. Gene Morris of Oral Surgical Associates, a big-time supporter of youth athletics around the city of Missoula and the state of Montana. And, Alex, I want to ask you about the Big Sky game. I was just transfixed oh, yeah. watching this on Twitter. I just kept refreshing. Has he hit another one? Has he hit another <laughs> one? And you just kept hitting them. All of a sudden, you got 10 made three-pointers by halftime, 13 <laughs> made three-pointers by the end of the third quarter. And I always think it's a silly question when reporters say, well, did you know you were feeling it before the game? But this was like you were feeling it at a level that very few people ever get to feel it at. So, I mean, what, what was yeah. it like just being yeah. able to not really miss? It just felt like I was just shooting in the gym by myself right there. I was just shooting uh, every shot. I felt like it was definitely going in. Uh, to be honest, I didn't even know I had 13 threes. I just kept pulling up and shooting it, but I didn't know I was one off the record. But that's all right. It was good. Uh, 
I want to ask, what did you want to work on and improve in your senior season out on the court? Because we've always known, like, you've always been able to shoot the ball. To me, though, it seems like you've been finishing a lot more around the around the paint. You're getting, you know, drawing a lot of fouls and being able to finish through contact. Was that something that you, like, going into this year, like, hey, I want to try and, and improve in that area? Yeah, definitely. Uh, I shot a lot from the line uh, last year. I knew more of that was going to happen, especially yeah. playing down low and getting taller. Uh, down there to draw some fouls. Uh, definitely been shooting on my free throws and becoming a leader basically is for our team. was one of my main goals uh, overall to get better as a person and also as a leader on the team. It's always a, uh, an interesting dynamic when you have a guy from Montana that then commits early to, a, to one of the in-state schools because it almost sort of puts a target on your back, right? Everybody knows, okay, that's, yeah, that's yeah. the guy that's going to the Bobcats. So navigating that dynamic, uh, that, how, how has that been for you this year? Uh, it's been good. I always uh, I always treat myself as the underdog, though, no matter uh, what game I go into, I always act like the underdog. So I, I try to be humble and just work my hardest against no matter what the opponent really is. So I just play every game like I'm the underdog. I'm trying to prove something. So Coulter's watched me play in pickup, like when we go against each other. And if I make a, sh- a lot of smash, and if I make a shot, like I, I'm, <laughs> I'm animated, dude. You had that and one oh, yeah. in a very important part of the game, and you have zero emotion. Like you, you, you are obviously hyped, and like yeah. you clapped a couple times going back on defense. But like, yeah. how do you make such a huge play, and and you're so calm? <laughs> I, I just don't know. I, I I could never ever do that. I don't know. I guess that's just my demeanor. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, a little bit of Kawhi Leonard going on there or something like that. But Yeah, there you go. I don't know. I was just focused in the moment. I wasn't really too too up or too low. I was just focused on the what defense are running, and then I think there's like three minutes left in the game, so I was just focused. Really. Alex Drummer joining us on the Rangers Brothers RV phone line. It's our Garden City Spotlight presented by Gene Morris and Oral Surgical Associates of Missoula. Drummer, he is a Missoula Sentinel senior, and uh, – Alex, I want to ask you about your your future. I know you're concentrated on these next couple of weeks. You guys have a real chance at uh, winning the state tournament or at least chasing a state title. I know that's the primary goal right now, but I want to ask you about Montana State. Uh, Coach Sprinkle uh, has been mm-hmm. a great friend of this show. He comes on once a week with us, and it's been fun getting to know Danny. He's a really great guy. I think he's a really solid coach as well. And I was actually texting yeah. with him when you were when you were lighting the lighting it up against Big Sky. He's oh, yeah. like, "Oh man, this is crazy. I love watching my <laughs> recruits do this." But uh, just tell us about the decision. I mean, what went into the decision? Uh, you're obviously a guy that has strong Missoula ties strong University of Montana ties, but it seems like you found a pretty darn good fit in Bozeman with the Bobcats. Yeah, Coach Russell and Coach Sprinkle, uh, ever since they saw me sophomore year in uh, AAU basketball, they always keep in touch, and they're really great guys. And when I went to the visit over there last November and they offered me, uh, it was like the best day of my life, really. I just got really emotional, and that place definitely seemed like the place to go to. And uh, I just wanted to go there. And my friend Sam uh, Lecolette, he played AAU ball with me. He committed there also. And just to be a great team overall. I feel like we're going to do some, a lot of damage in the big sky also. Obviously, you're super excited for that. Um, but you got some exciting things ahead of you guys. What would it mean for, for Sentinel? I mean, obviously, you saw what all uh, some of your teammates and stuff, what they were able to do on the football field and win a, a state championship and mm-hmm. the joy and, and what that brings and everything like that. What would it mean to be able to do that on the on the basketball court as well? It would mean a lot. It would mean definitely a lot of our hard work and all that. Uh, 
uh, definitely for the football kids and the basketball kids. Uh, uh, me, Tony, and Hayden, and all the other kids, uh, all the work we put in the last season and all that. Uh, we're just focusing on working hard these next six games we're looking at. And you also kind of got to do it to keep up with the Joneses, right? I mean, Missoula Sentinel boys yeah. have pretty much won everything. You guys won in golf. You guys won oh, yeah, in, right. in cross country. Yeah. You won in football. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. is that, uh, is, I guess, pressure is the wrong word, but it's almost like you got to you gotta make sure the basketball team goes <laughs> and gets one, right? Because it's kind of the expectation of Sentinel right now. Yeah, I guess it is. Yep. So, I, I noticed that the the flow you got the hair the hair is going like are we are we is this a uh, you know we haven't lost so we're Uh-oh. just gonna let it grow out because it's it's getting it's uh, getting up there man guess guess what I just got a haircut literally like an hour ago what so. oh. okay I was gonna say I was I was I was digging in it was all right yeah. you know <laughs> yeah I didn't totally buzz it it's still it got a little bit of flow going but uh, yeah it's not that big poofy. Uh, half for a field, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Because I was, yeah, I was like shooting some of the highlights last night. I was like, man, he's. They must, uh, you know, yeah. it's like a, it's like a, you know, the playoff beard. How a lot of guys will let it go if they haven't lost. And I was like, he must be letting yeah. it go or something with the streak. I, don't know. I, I had my COVID yeah, beard. I, yeah. I had my COVID beard going for about oh. ten months, and I finally just shaved it. Oh, Sean was gosh. telling me he's like, dude. You got. It doesn't even fit in the Zoom calls we're doing. You got to get that thing <laughs> off your face. So I finally got the. I feel your. I feel your pain though. There's separation anxiety, right? When you shave your beard or you, or you cut your hair, you're like, man, do I really want to do this? It well, it kinda... was making him almost. I mean, he was getting close to seven feet with the with the hair <laughs> growing up there. So. <laughs> no, yeah. Yeah. All right. Alex yeah. Gerber joining us on the Garden City Spotlight is presented by Gene Morris of Oral Surgical Associates of Missoula, and Alex, we'll, we'll get you out of here on this. I know that the primary goal is to lead Sentinel to a state championship, certainly. And you guys, you can see the goal within reach, and uh, that's an awesome thing during your senior year. But what has gone into this run? I mean, you guys have had some state tournament heartbreaks. They come up short in the past. So uh, do those things fuel your fire? And, and how do you then go and finish this goal? What's keeping you hungry as you chase this state title? Yeah, definitely our past experiences and, and uh, the state tourneys have definitely fueled our fire. Uh, uh, working hard in the off season, like I always say, uh, since a kid, since uh, we played AU with four of the starters. I've all played AU since seventh grade, and then Tony came in sophomore year. We've all just been working hard together, and we're connecting more off the floor. Uh, we're just friends and family as a team, and we just want to make the most out of this year with the state chipper. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun watching you guys this year. Hey, tell uh, tell your dad and your brother hi for me, and hope hope all, yep. all uh, everyone's doing well. Oh yeah, thank you, Alex Gerber. Alex Gerber, he is our guest on the Garden City Spotlight. We appreciate Alex for swinging on by the show. Garden City Spotlight is presented by Dr. Gene Morris of Oral Surgical Associates of Missoula. If you're looking for an oral surgeon in Missoula, where it offers compassionate care, advanced technology, and comprehensive treatment. Gene Morris is your man. At Oral Surgical Associates, Gene Morris provides a full range of care, including implants, emergency surgeries, and wisdom teeth removal. Dr. Morris and his staff use advanced imaging technology for more accurate diagnosis as well as effective treatments while also using innovative technologies to treat a wide range of problems. Whether you need to get your wisdom teeth out, you need a tooth implant, whatever you might need, to benefit from this outstanding level of care, schedule an appointment with Dr. Gene Morris at Oral Surgical Associates today. For more information, visit oralsurgicalassociates.com.
More on Nuanez now right here on 1029 ESPN Missoula as well as statewide on SWX Montana Television right after this. Hi, this is Kim from the Wingate in Missoula. If you need a break from the everyday same old, same old, we want to be your home away from home. With comfortable rooms, a great breakfast, and a super fun indoor water park, the Wingate of Missoula is the ideal place for a quick getaway without having to go away. Let us give your family a little quality time together or ask us about our birthday parties. Work like an adult, play like a child, and sleep like a baby at the Wingate of Missoula. You concert guy? You're not much of a concert no, guy. I mean, we've already talked. Like, I'm not a, a huge music guy. Which is so funny because you're like such an enthusiastic guy. So I know. Just, I just I'm not a huge music person. It's so weird. Yeah. It's man. like all these all these songs when we come back. I don't know who any of them. are. <laughs> I love it. You listen to Nuanez now. Sean Rainey, the guy who knows nothing about music but a lot about sports, is joining me, Coulter Nuanez, as he does each and every Wednesday. If you missed anything in the show, you can always check it out on our podcast. Please rate, review, subscribe, all those good things. If you just type in my last name, N-U-A-N-E-Z, that'll get you the podcast feed on all of your podcasting platforms. The podcast is proudly presented by the Wingate by Wyndham Hotel, as well as Blackfoot Communications. Today's show was mighty fine one. We talked all sorts of things. We talked Tiger Woods. We talked the house that Rob built. We talked about why the Montana Grizzlies are the Brooklyn Nets. We gave away some wings. We talked about Crosstown High School hoops. We were joined by Josh Bannon for the ESPN Roundtable, an Australian and a freshman for the University of Montana men's basketball team. And we were just joined on the last segment by Alex Germer for our Garden City Spotlight. He is a senior at Missoula Sentinel. We're going to keep this smorgasbord going. We're giving you everything you ever wanted, national, local, statewide, all of it. We're going to talk some baseball. Controversy. Brewing with the Seattle Mariners. I've been following this because, uh, not necessarily because I follow the Mariners that heavily, but just because the media markets with Seattle overlap, and there's a lot of people that we're friends with that we've worked with in the past that are over there, and this has been blowing up. Uh, I mean, obviously, a lot of Seattle fans for the Mariners and the Seahawks here in western Montana and throughout the state of Montana, but uh, Russell Wilson and the potential trade has been dominating all the noise coming out of the Emerald City for the last couple weeks, and then all of a sudden it all got squashed. So fill us in on what's going on. This seems like uh, not an ideal situation for the Mariners. Yeah, so Kevin Mather, who was the former CEO of the team, met with like a, the Rotary Club, like a group of sure. you know people. This is on a Zoom call, right? Donors, like on a, yeah, like on a on a Zoom call, and well, he got into a lot of things that. One, you would never want to say on the record because it got leaked out. Um, and then two, also like some heavier stuff with, you know, uh, talking about like Japanese translators and not wanting to pay them and, you know, guys needing to be able to speak better English, things like that. But the the thing that is fascinating by it is because Major League Baseball, and we always get into it around this time, is kind of famous for... With a lot of these young stars, they're going to manipulate their their pro service clock and their time. So they'll they'll start them in the minor leagues for about a month or two, and then after that time, you can bring them up into the major leagues, and it doesn't start their their clock yet, their service clock. So right. there's years of arbitration in baseball, and you get a, an extra year of control over that player at a cheap discount. And it's kind of a thing that like 
It happened with Chris Bryant. It's happened with a lot of guys, and it's like a unwritten thing that like everybody knows it happens. Sure, but you can't prove it because they just say like, "Oh, they need to develop more." Like blah 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 blah. Sure. And he said that like there was zero chance that Jerry Kalenic, uh and some of these other young guys for the Mariners were going to play last year, and he said that he'd be in left field over them. And talks about the service time manipulation to these people, and now it's evidence. So like Josh Donaldson, who's with the the Players Association goes, thank you for saying this because now we have evidence that this actually happens and we're going to use it against you guys. And the number one point when it comes to the entire Major League Baseball that needs to be known is that the collective bargaining agreement is up this, is year. Up this year. Yeah, And we've already seen more, it's work, be ugly. We've seen more work stoppages in baseball than, well, I guess the NHL seems like they have a strike every five years, but the most detrimental Work stoppages of the modern era and certainly center upon the strike in 94 and 95 that lasted for part of a season and then the duration of a season. And it, 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 it was not good for baseball as a whole. And quite honestly, a lot of people argue baseball has never really fully recovered from that. So now that the players have power, that's, that's been the biggest difference is the, the organizations have so much power in the NFL the entity that is Major League Baseball has had so much power in baseball and the players run the NBA. Like That's the dichotomy of all of the pro sports. But this is a huge moment for player power, right? Because now they have tangible evidence of somebody that's in an administrative position saying, we actually do this. Yeah, so it's going to be ugly moving forward with the, the CBA. But then today, Jared Kelenic talked with Bob Nightingale of USA Today and ripped into the the front office going mm. saying how they offered him a, a contract last year an mm. extension and that if he would have signed it he'd be up with the team he didn't and so he's saying he's being punished now and this is a guy who the Mariners got in the Robinson Cano trade who is without a doubt a top 5 prospect in all of baseball mm-hmm. most have him as um you know when it talks about hitters a top 2 top 3 guy who in all likelihood everyone projects to be an, an all-star for years to come. This guy is left-handed, going to hit 300 with 30 home runs, 100 RBIs. Like, this dude is legit. And he just came out kind of ripping the organization a little bit, saying that he feels frustrated by how this has gone down and, and how he's been dealt. And and um, it's just uh, it's becoming a little bit of a mess. He did obviously say that, like, you know, he still loves Seattle and the fans and everything like that. But when something like this happens, like, it just – they always – I think the Major League Baseball players and the front office, there's always been kind of this gap, like the kind of thing that you were talking about, like Mm -hmm. a a little bit of a mistrust. And now this is just widening that in the Seattle Mariners organization. I know there's a lot of Mariners fans listening, and so it's been um, very interesting last few days. It's going to be, now that all eyes are are on this, Yes, it's going to be very interesting. I think as a Jared Kalanick owner in fantasy, I think that, now he has a better chance of making the major league team out mm-hmm. of the opening day roster because if they manipulate his surface time, all eyes are on them right now. And so they're gonna it's gonna be very interesting to see how they handle it. Drama in Seattle. Man, the Mariners haven't been able to get it right for like twenty years. It's they have a chance. They, they have the foundation. They like do. they they got young hitters and young pitchers coming up. Like the Mariners could be very good in the next few years if they handle this right and they're not getting out to a good start. It's not, it's not going well in Seattle. Well, thanks, Sean. We appreciate you swinging by as you do each and every Wednesday. We'll catch up with you before long. Thanks for riding with us on Nuanez Now. 
We'll catch up with you tomorrow. It'll be a fun show tomorrow, as it always is on Thursdays. It'll be very, very basketball-heavy, Round the Big Sky in basketball. We'll have Chris Redpath in studio during the 4 o'clock hour for the Round the Big Sky in women's hoops. We will also feature interviews with Ryan Looney from Idaho State. His Idaho State Bengals host the Montana men's basketball team this weekend. We'll hear from Danny Sprinkle. His team finally off quarantine. They're back in action Friday night against Idaho. We'll also hear from Trisha Benford. This interview, uh, get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia. When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org.